From one coast to another, it's Kevin. Kevin. Vernie Sanders. Kevin, I feel like it's time to have a conversation that I feel like it's kind of surprising that we haven't had yet. Uh, birds and the bees? Yes. When a mommy bird loves a daddy bee very much. Uh, <laughs> they make a horrible <laughs> hybrid beast. A, a horrible creature. Um, against the eyes of God, yes. The the hummingbird pecks a hole into a beehive and somehow evades all the other bees. Now, Kevin, similar to uh, the gravity of the birds and the bees discussion, but not the birds and the bees discussion, Kevin, we need to talk about drugs. Oh, um, sure. I <clears throat> I don't have uh, I don't have any. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, well, so you wouldn't you wouldn't know like where I could get some? No. If, if I were to want to try to. I say that living in Washington, where it is legal. <laughs> I can walk. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm in New York. All right, I'm going to going to jail. I gotta I gotta ask people. You're asking the wrong guy if you want to know where to get drugs, because I I don't. <laughs> just, I just I don't I just don't get them. I just uh, don't. Uh, Puffpuffpod at gmail.com. Do you know where to get drugs? Kevin, you and I are what we refer to in the industry as. Total squares. Absolute nerds. <laughs> Real dorks, yeah. Real, I mean, I know that, like, we've we've lessened up on kind of just, like, what we feel about different things. But, like, I know for myself, and I feel like this is accurate for you, but, like, there was a long time where, like, we didn't want to be in the room of someone else who was drinking alcohol. Oh, yeah. I was, I had that problem for a long time. It's, yeah. it was really, it was, it was, uh, upsetting to my personal life. Really impacted a lot of relationships. Yeah, same here. I had a girlfriend who was upset with me that, like, I'd never want to take her out to a bar or something. You know, just like, yeah. that nonsense. Because it's very important that we put a certain liquid in our body. Um, and I'm not, like, a total square now, like, now I, every once in a while, I will partake, and I don't have any problem with folks who do partake. It's just a thing. I get it now. But, like, being squares, I don't, you know, neither you nor I realize the connotations that were to be had when we named our other show The Puffin Publishing Podcast. God, yeah. When I, when I bring that up to people, when people are like, oh, what show? And I was like, The Puffin Publishing Podcast. And they're like, oh, do you, like do like it's a it's a show where you smoke weed and i was like no like that like the animal uh <laughs> that is like a penguin but isn't and that's that's what we were doing even though yeah. puffin publishing is an actual publishing house um, yeah we're we're squares but we're not squares enough to know like who actually makes this literature. Yeah. <laughs> like, we could have easily diverted a thing if either of us were to blow up. And immediately, you know, we could have started calling it, you know, Pelican or... Had those as backups. Can always change it. We're squares, but not squares enough to know, like, you know, literature. Even though that's what we parody on our show. But yeah, like, I've gotten that too, where, like, someone's like, oh, Puffin. And, like, I've gotten that a handful of times where, like... 
Wow, Vern, uh, that was funny. You must toke up all the time, or you must be a riot whenever whenever people are smoking. Ah, uh, you guys must you must smoke weed all the time to write stuff like that. It's so crazy. Kevin, I'm going to be turning 30 years old in a matter of two months. Wow. Big, big 3-0. Over the hill. Is that the over the hill one? Uh, depends on how long you live. I guess that's fair. Being 30 years old, I had my first experience where I was partaking in drugs this year. <laughs> oh, wow. Big step for you. Uh, big step. And the, the first time doing it, was a horrible, horrible nightmare. Subsequently, I've had, like, better experiences with it. I was... I approached uh, marijuana the same way as, like, I approached, like, a Star Wars movie. Cautiously. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to be a part of it, but at the same time, I want to know what's happening in the conversation. Uh-huh, sure. You You want to be able to speak to people on a certain level, and sometimes that just means... That you gotta watch a movie about laser swords. Exactly. Or, and sometimes that just means you gotta take a big puff on that big old bong. Sometimes you just gotta take a big old fat rip. But I've since had, like, experiences with it where it wasn't a horrible nightmare. And having had an experience, I don't understand why folks would, like, accuse us of being on it while we were doing comedy or while, like, we're writing. Because, like... Man, Kevin, whenever I did it, I was completely fucking useless. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> sure. I could not keep... I can't keep a coherent thought while I'm sober. <laughs> you know? Like, uh-huh. I was, I, I was sitting on the couch watching Comedy Bang Bang on Netflix, and, like, at one point, the studio boss came in, and, or no, it was a security guard, came in and was like, and no parties while I'm gone. You have 30 minutes. You can only invite two guests over. And, like, even though it was a comedic premise, I was laying on the couch. I was like, oh, man, he's really upset. And then, like, <laughs> when Weird Al started throwing a party, I'm like, guys, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> the boss <laughs> just told you not to, Weird. Like, I was, I, there was no room in my brain for, like, haha, this is funny. Uh, and I don't know if you've had any experience uh with the with the devil's lettuce or with any other type of uh, illicit substance a jazz cigarette uh mild really just like outside comedy clubs or like at parties when someone like breaks one out because i i I don't know where to get it i don't know what conversations that i need to have to to get this illicit substance but i don't know where who do I talk to? <laughs> who do I who do I address? Who do I write a letter to? My congressman? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I'm fortunate now because I live in Washington. Or as I said, like I can go down the block. But like, whenever I move, where the hell do I go? Like, <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> now, right where I live, right now, like I can go to a weed store, but it doesn't exist anywhere else. At least, you know. You know, unless you're in Colorado or Alaska. There, or there are a certain number of states that have uh, begun the process of, of getting us to that point. Um, New York is uh, lagging sorely behind. There was big marijuana news in New York recently where it's like, it's been decriminalized. And I was like, oh my God, great. But no, it, it just means that like less than two ounces is now like a violation and not a misdemeanor. 
and you get a it's parking still, ticket. Yeah, it parking. Yeah, you parked that smoke in your lungs, boy. Um, <laughs> you you still can't buy it anywhere. You're not allowed to hold it, but holding less than two ounces of it is a misdemeanor, or is not a misdemeanor. It's such a nonsense. Nothing. It's like. If your if your lady asks you to help out around the house and you do the dishes one time, like that is the equivalent for like this <laughs> this movement in New York. Gotcha. Just get to it. Wait, what's the holdup? Everyone else is doing it. Peer pressure from other states. Yeah, where's this domino theory I heard all about whenever I was in sixth grade about communism? You know. Yeah. And speaking of which, where's that communism? That, <laughs> but uh. God, oh, bring me some more communism. Domino it right on to me, Daddy. I remember being in sixth grade and learning about communism, and uh, I remember being in class, and like we're talking about it for like a half an hour, and at one point I raised my hand. I'm like teach this all sounds pretty reasonable this sounds like pretty good and like my teacher just immediately like it won't work it will never work like <laughs> like whoa okay whoa. sorry then they'll they'll show you like ah things weren't so good in the soviet union and you're like well that was that was not really true communism that was fascism wearing groucho marx glasses like that was not <laughs> That was not the ideal form. It was Groucho Marx glasses instead of Karl Marx glasses. <laughs> right, and it should have been Karl Marx glasses. Yeah, where that has a giant beard attached to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, whenever, growing up, like, you know, I went to a Catholic school and everything, and I just heard nothing about, like, how it's anyone who partakes in drugs is, like, a horrible sinner, they're gonna burn in hell, and all this stuff. And, like, having had an experience with it now i'm like it makes you completely useless yeah like like uh that whole like thing and reefer madness where the guy starts playing piano like crazy like absolutely not (laughs) i don't that's not it (laughs) absolutely not no 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 um or like in uh 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 uh, go ask alice where where uh heroin is a gateway drug to marijuana like marijuana being (laughs) is that really apex point yeah yeah yeah. they're like doing heroin and it's like and that we should try pot (laughs) oh my god they're they're dropping acid tabs and they're like oh you know what you know what we should try next time (laughs) we eat is Go Ask Alice the one where, like, she gets high and locks herself in a closet and, like, wears her fingers down to the bones trying to scratch out of the closet because she's too high to use the door knob? I, I think so. There's a lot of shit. Like, she does, you know, does pot once, goes to loony bin. Like, that kind of shit <laughs> is, is, is uh, Go Ask Alice allegedly based on, like, oh, uh, you know, this is an actual diary that, that no, no. Is it that one, or is it a million little pieces that was, like, revealed? Or are they both, like, giant frogs? Um, I believe they are both giant frauds. A million little pieces is the far more recent fraud. The Oprah-based fraud, where Oprah was like, this is the most powerful. This is the most beautiful memoir that I've ever... This is a harrowing story. And then it comes out that it's a pile of lies. Just... Just nonsense between two two covers. <laughs> just, just total horseshit. Horseshit shoveled into a book binding. Um, and Oprah was so betrayed. <laughs> and you cannot piss off Oprah. You will never work in this town again. <laughs> Unless you are Stedman Graham, you cannot let down <sighs> Oprah. 
Jeez, you know Stedman's last name. <laughs> that is, uh, that's a new one. I didn't think anyone did. I thought it was you a share just situation. Like Oprah, mm-hmm. Or is this Oprah where he only has the one name? I, Oprah has a very famous last name. Oprah oh, Winfrey yeah. is something that everybody knows. Oh my god, what's wrong with me where I knew Stedman's last name but not Oprah's? <laughs> Uh, well, it's like nobody nobody knew that uh, uh, Rocky had a last name until, like, the sixth movie. And you're like, wait, 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 he's, he's not just Rocky? He's not he's not just Rocky? Polly? Adrian does not have a last name until she marries Rocky, and then she's Adrian Rocky. When you're in kindergarten, it's one, two, three, four, five, Balboa, seven, <laughs> eight, nine. No, it's, uh, no, 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 it's one, two, three, four, five, Balboa, Creed, Creed 2. Oh, that's that right. Is, that is how our metric system works. That is how numerals stack on top of each other. Did I miss one? I feel like I missed one. Or was there was there like a Drago one that was alleged to come out? Or is that Creed 2? Listen, man. <laughs> I have seen uh, only one of the Rocky movies more than once. <laughs> so <Gosh. laughs> I, I, uh, I only really like the first one, and I never made it to Creed. I hear great things. I hear it's phenomenal. With, with the exception of... Rocky Five and Creed Two—they're all good for different reasons. Wow, you don't like you don't like Creed Two that much. I I think I think Creed Two was garbage. You like yeah. Creed Two less than Rocky Two because Rocky yeah. Two is an absolute snooze fest. Rocky Two <laughs> is how you should put that on to like rock your child to sleep because to it rocky works your child to, to sleep. rock your <laughs> your rockying chair. Um, Rocky, your child to sleep gently with this, like, boring ass, I don't know how to read, like, plot line. <laughs> like, because, Ro- okay, now we're talking about Rocky. Fuck drugs. Okay, I thought we were going to save now. this for another episode. No, no, no. no. We're talking, now. we're talking Rocky now because I just want to, I just rewatched the first Rocky for the first time in a long time. I, I mm. have not revisited it since, like, high school. And I used to say, as a, as a giant pile of shit, film nerd, film school asshole that I was, I used to say, like, Rocky, I just don't see what the big deal is. And let me tell you, I have just rewatched the 1976 film Rocky. <laughs> That's a great fucking movie. Weeping tears <laughs> in my bed. Rocky was, like, the, my second favorite movie. It was the second movie where I was like, this is my favorite movie. Like, The Godfather made me fall in love with The Godfather movies. Like, Rocky made me realize, like, oh, there's other good movies outside of The Godfather. (laughs) Um, Which is really funny because no one knew who the fuck Sylvester Stallone was. No one knew what this boxing movie was whenever it came out. And all the trailers for the original Rocky... All the trailers are just like every single scene with Mr. Gazzo. Yeah, and with like, uh, with Johnny, the like uh, his his very supportive mob boss who like shows up to his final fight. Joey does more, <laughs> or is it Johnny? Whatever does more for Rocky than anyone besides Adrian. He is yeah. the only <laughs> character in that movie besides Adrian that is not piling on rocky as a way to like gain success 
he doesn't he he never throws a turkey out in the alleyway you know he has no horse in this race he's not making any money off of this this is the guy that he has break people's thumbs when they owe him money and 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 he supports him wholehearted it's beautiful god rocky's my best enforcer i want him to be really successful at this so i never you know like it's it's goodwill hunting like the the best part of my day is when i think you're not gonna be there it's your manager hoping that you become district manager you know it's like be better go you're too good Uh, for this place get out of here rock it's just really funny to me how like because the godfather was hot shit whenever it came out and Rocky came out very shortly afterwards. And so, like, the the entire trailer is just, like, we have one guy in this movie who's also in The Godfather. Put him all over the fucking trailer. Please, God, like, make people see this movie because they think it's a Godfather movie and not because it's a boxing movie. Boxing. Everybody hates that. <laughs> you know, there's, like, some studio head was like... So we, we see that he, he punches, you know, the, uh, the, the cow... The cow uh, meat... Do you think we could get him to punch a horse head? Just can we just, just for the trailer? Just like just for the trailer, please. There's a there's a scene where uh, Rocky uh, you know corners a, a forklift operator, trying to like you know shake him down for money. Is there any way? Is there any way that he could uh, blow up this guy's car with him in it? <laughs> Is there any way he could kill this man in an elevator while a baby is getting baptized? Can we make that happen? We notice that Rocky punches Apollo Creed in the eye. Can he shoot Apollo Creed in the eye? And we'll put his glasses in front of it and it'll be like, it'll be really cool and iconic. Film school does a, a weird thing to uh, to a human being that goes to it where like... Where you put the 20 incredibly insecure narcissists in one space at one time and just let them run free. Especially if you're a an institution in which Kevin and I both attended where we'll have faculty, but the faculty will be so completely hands-off that it's like film school Hunger Games. We'll just let all these narcissist asshole son of a bitch little kids just like compete with each other to see who can make the better movie and whatever that means to them do yeah do whatever you know whatever you learn out in the you learn out on the set you don't learn here so like what the fuck are we paying you for dude compete with each other for no reason over nothing (laughs) to no end to the extent where you'll have people say like I don't want to light this too good because I don't want his movie to look better than mine. Yeah. Call it the anti-Rocky spirit. Like, the <laughs> film school is the opposite of Rocky. God, I remember, like, being a young kid and deciding, like, I'm going to do film school and reading about, like, yeah, back in uh, UCLA, George Lucas would shoot this and John Carpenter would write the score for it while Brian De Palma wrote the script for it. You know, like, and just hearing all these people, like, we're best friends with each other and we all want to have the best movie. Like we want everyone else to have the best movie ever. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, film school is going to be everything I want it to be. It's going to be that hippie commune I've always wanted. And then I get there, and it's all these backbiting fucking assholes that make you think that everything you like is garbage. And So, like, you go into film school with Rocky being one of your favorite movies, and then you're ashamed to admit it. You stop wearing your Rocky Balboa t-shirt. Because it's like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's overdone, you know, it's too, too, too classic, you know what I mean? Like, it's, ah, so, so trite. It's nothing compared to Lars von Trier. Uh, Meanwhile, Lars von Trier would be lucky to wipe Rocky's ass. Lars (laughs) von Trier should be privileged to kiss Rocky's fucking dirty boots. To eat the fucking turkey that Polly throws into an alley. Lars von Trier would be so lucky. Film school is Polly. Film school is not yeah. the supportive mob boss. Film school is Polly. This yeah. this freeloading, nasty, <laughs> horrid being, this insecure, self-centered beast (laughs) just wants to take everything good from you and instead of throwing a beer through your pinball machine at the beginning of rocky 3 it just leaves its beer out in the audio adr booth like (laughs) that's way too accurate uh frighteningly accurate you're welcome yeah it might be overdone but it's because it's so well done because it's so fucking perfectly done they spent it's a two hour movie and first off like round of applause for making a movie that is like under two hours like a tight <laughs> fucking lean film uh lean as its protagonist uh or its antagonist who doesn't even show up for like an hour into the movie we are an hour into this two hour movie before anyone tells rocky he gets to fight Apollo Creed. Like, the whole movie is not him training to fight Apollo Creed. It, that's ten minutes of the first Rocky. And there's not kids running behind him in the streets. <laughs> there's, he's not, it's not a Rocky Four, which is like all montages. It's, him actually fighting is such a minuscule component of the first Rocky. The best parts of the first Rocky are the numerous scenes where it's just him and a female walking and talking. Like that scene with uh, the little girl who's smoking and him at the Oh my god, the, f- the You gotta the get first... nice friends. If you have bad friends, you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna have any friends. You gotta get the some lemons, nice friends. you know, the coconuts. <laughs> He's such god. a dummy. He's such just like a beautiful, sweet dumbass. He really <laughs> is. And I mean that in the best possible way. He's just such a, a galoof. He's such a he's such a a, a a big teddy bear who admittedly breaks people's fingers. <laughs> but he doesn't like doing that. He, he doesn't like it. He the guy starts like I'll, he, I'll give you my jacket, and Rocky's like, no, I'll, you know, like no, keep your fucking jacket. Like you'll get jacket. a cold and die. I <laughs> exactly. I don't want you to be cold. The best scene in that whole movie about a man who punches people in the face, like, is him at an ice rink with his girlfriend. Yes, the most beautiful romantic <sighs> scene in cinema history. I love. Is it. their first date on Thanksgiving where they break into the ice rink. And it's really just, like, him 
jogging alongside her, which is a perfect <laughs> touch, which is that, like, he can't ice skate. He's a big, dumb oaf, but he'll, like, <laughs> trot alongside her while she ice skates, just talking about, like, nothing. Just, like, something that she doesn't care about, but he's trying to, like, share this with her, this thing that he loves, the only thing that he loves besides Bupkis, the dog. Bupkis and Cuff and Link, the two turtles. He's showing that, like, he can't do a lot, but he'll try. Yeah, he'll, 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 he's a real sweet guy, you know, he'll be there, he'll fit, he'll figure it out, you know, and he just wants to, like, talk to you, and, and, and make you smile, and, like, crack a joke, and he, he, he means no ill will, because when you go to Rocky's apartment, and it is a slum, it is, it is, like, it is the dirtiest fucking, a pure shit house, an yeah. absolute crack den, like, just, <laughs> Just the worst fucking apartment you've ever seen. And, like, he invites her to, like, sit on the couch. He's not about to, like, Netflix and chill her. He's like, come on, just, like, sit down on my horrible couch. <laughs> my <laughs> nasty fucking couch. And that's kind of, like, what's frustrating about, like, the sequels. And especially, like, uh, as I said, not a fan of Creed 2. Is this, like... It's, we get so far away from, like, and I'm okay with, like, things changing and, like, man, I love Rocky, and Rocky Four sucks, but God, do I love watching it. You know, it's like... Yeah, it's hard for me to give it that credence, because it's such the opposite of the first Rocky, and I don't appreciate that. You know what I mean? I enjoy it as a movie about defeating, once again, communism by punching it in the face, I don't maybe enjoy it as a Rocky movie. You're absolutely right. Where it's just, it's montages in the movie. There's like four or five montages. There's a robot in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like he, there's a he robot. He gets probably a robot. Um, there's but, a scene in Rocky Four where they like literally, it's like montage, one dialogue scene, montage. It's unbelievable what they do in Rocky Four. It's so funny, uh, there's that one where he's, there's a montage of Rocky driving around at nighttime to, uh, to No Easy Way Out by there's Robert no Pepper. There's No Easy Way Out! Uh, and he's just thinking about his life, and it's just, like, so, like, oh, yeah, I remember I fought Clubber Lang. Oh, I remember picking up my dog at the, in the first movie. Oh, yeah, I remember going to the, seeing the tiger in the zoo. Like, it's so, like, scattershot, it's not, like... You know what I mean? It's just so, like, completely random, and it's just like, oh, it looks good here. Like, it's a good e editing exercise. It's a, And it's a fun editing It's a better editing exercise than Man with a Movie Camera. Ah, um, oh, Christ. But it's, Put me to sleep. Like, a, <laughs> but a, in, a, in the pound sense. Just inject me and let me die, Man <laughs> with a Movie Camera. Shots of fucking streetcars for 45 minutes. Just, just fucking break my fucking thumb. Just <laughs> punch me until I am dead. <laughs> Fucking Ivan Drago style. Take the, the, the cow meat off the hook. Hang me up there instead. Yeah, <laughs> just, just Polly stick a knife in me and throw me in the fucking alley. Absolutely throw me out. It's, I, I think we, uh, we forget that like simplicity is good too. And it not like simplicity where it's like 
dumb and talking down to you, but just simplicity, just like a guy who never thought he'd ever get an opportunity gets an opportunity. That's it. You know, that's and that's fine. It. He doesn't win. He just goes the distance. He he goes 15 rounds with the champ, and that's all he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He finally got a shot, and the, the judges decide that Creed actually won, because that's what happens in boxing after the 15th round, but the movie doesn't even care. It's just like this mm-hmm. tossed-off thing, and he doesn't want to talk to the fucking reporters. He doesn't want his big moment in the sun. He just wants to talk to his girlfriend. He's just God, like... It- Adrian, I'm weeping tears just the, two days ago. It, it, it gets me every single time. The very first thing he says after getting punched in the face repeatedly for 15 rounds is, and ever other people swarming around him, his his girlfriend walks in the ring, and the first thing he says is, you lost your hat. Yeah. Like, just like. It's, he doesn't care. And that's, it, oh, it fucking so good. bums me out about the Rocky sequels. Is like, what happens to Rocky the character? And it doesn't feel true to Rocky the character from the first movie. We lose, like, he, you know, his whole family falls apart which is not something that this Rocky would have allowed. Like, the Rocky of mm-hmm. the first movie would never have let that happen. Like, he mm-hmm. would have been the most dedicated family man in the world. He mm-hmm. would have stopped at nothing to, like... I don't know that... I believe... I never made it to Balboa. I've not seen anything past Rocky Five because I just got so tired of of Rocky sequels. I, I don't watch them anymore. I just watched I think... the first one. I think uh, if 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 we treat this like the uh, the the Halloween franchise, and you forget about everything that happened between the first one and the most recent one, you'll be good. I mean, don't watch Creed two. Um, if you, I think if you watch Rocky Balboa and then Creed, like I think you'll be in good because they. So if they I fit did if more. I did Rocky and then Balboa and then Creed, you think that's the that's the tridge? Yeah, I think absolutely. Okay, interesting. Sylvester Stallone just does that or he completely loses sight of what makes his things good because the very like first blood is all about like it's all about john rambo like he does not want to go back to that lifestyle like uh the the last thing he wants to do is hunt and kill people again yes that is the everything he's trying to avoid in the first rambo and the only reason he's doing it is because he's having violent ptsd flashbacks right like, uh, and then and then you get Rambo First Blood Part 2, which makes no sense. None of the sequel titles make sense. And it's just like, uh, he's a war machine. He's you know a what war I mean? machine. Like, he's fighting alongside Al-Qaeda in the second Rambo. I don't, I don't feel like we bring that up enough. Is that, like, he's with Al-Qaeda in the second one? Um, but it's... Because, like, I watched Rocky... And just, like, cried, and I was like, I need, like, you know, just something to, like, detox. So I, like, turned on YouTube, just, like, found some completely inoffensive, probably a Game Grumps to play. And the mm-hmm. ad that rolled before it is Rambo Last Blood coming soon to theaters. Oh, and God, it's like... such the fight, like, his attempt at making Taken with Rambo. <laughs> and, like, it's the most depressing thing. To, to watch the man who, like, wrote 
Rocky starred in it. Like, that is his... And, you know, all, all credit to the director, but, like, he, Sylvester Stallone is the architect of that first movie. Yes. And to watch him go from making, like, one of the few perfect movies that exist to Rambo Last Blood is a fucking bummer. It's that thing that happens where, like, and I think it happens with a lot of artists, where just, like, like Rocky, you've got nothing, and so you've got to, like, just, once you get an opportunity, you're going to do everything you can to, to get the most out of it, just to get every ounce of whatever it is out of that, and, like, you see these first movies come out that are just, like, full of piss and vinegar, you know, like, you'll have Richard Kelly come out, and he'll just, like, put everything he's fucking got into Donnie Darko and then it blows up because like it's tr- it's true and it's uh it's passionate and it's you know it's everything that he wants it to be and then there's no juice left in him for the second one or and for got, any of the other movies Southland he's Tales. made yeah exactly like yeah. it <laughs> it becomes this thing and like obvious I think you know Sylvester Stallone has been slightly more successful over the years than Richard E. Kelly um, yes no, absolutely but you and I have been more successful than Richard. <laughs> Fuck. Like, at least, you know, we've never had anything as high as Donnie Darko, but we've also not ever, never had anything as low as S. Darko. Um, <laughs> got him. It's a... It's a it's a bummer. And I think that, like, Sylvester Stallone, like a lot of people, kind of got lost in the legacy of yeah. Rocky, but also of Rambo. Um, but like Rocky, there's so many misconceptions that you have and then you go back and you watch the first one and you're like, right, like Mickey is this like opportunist who doesn't really help Rocky much at all. Like gets his fucking ass chewed by. Yeah, just absolutely eviscerated. Like where the fuck were you before I got this huge opportunity been coming to your gym for six years. Like, where the hell were you? Um, Pauly is an... I, 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 for whatever reason, the cultural legacy of Pauly is, is this kind of, like, comic relief, like, roly-poly. Yeah. The, the silly brother-in-law, like, you would get on According to Jim. <laughs> and then you watch the first Rocky, and you're like, he's a monster. He's horrible. He's this terrible drunk, this <laughs> this addict, this abuser. Oh, fucking, like, God, the first thing he says to his his sister on Thanksgiving is, like, you're busted. Like, she's less of a woman because she's had sex. It's like, God, he's it's, a fucking garbage human being. beast. Like, like, the movie doesn't even let him in the ring at the end of the movie. Like, he is getting, you know, manhandled by security, and that's when Adrian, like, slips in. Um, and it, it, he's terrible! And then later in the movies, he's like, oh, you know, it's Pauly! Everybody loves Pauly! Everyone loves Pauly. Yeah, he's, he, he turns into, like, Barney Gumble, you know? Like, yeah! Uh, he just yes. turns, ah, the lovable drunk He's Barney. Homer! And you're like, no! <laughs> he's not Homer! He's, 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 Mo. <laughs> he's, he's, I don't, it's hard to even find a character as like horribly menacing as Polly. He's like Mo and Mr. Smithers. Yeah. He's just an absolute beast and he's terrible. 
Oh, I hate him. Uh, and I guess, you know, we're probably about time to wrap up this cavern. Yeah, we've been going a little long because, you know, you get us started on fucking Rocky and we'll keep rolling. But just, I want to leave you with this thought. Let's let's get some justice for Talia Shire going. Yes, absolutely. She is uh, incredible. And, in uh, and everything. And that, oh, you know what? And I said there was only one person in the Rocky that was in Godfather, and that's not true. Talia Shire. There's Talia two. Shire. Uh, one yeah, of the only great. people to survive, like <laughs> the franchise. She's, uh, she's incredible, and also like, she's. Uh, I mean, granted, she's a Coppola, but like, she's got some. Like Jason Schwartzman came from her. Like Robert Schwartzman. Like she's got some. She produces some like talented fucking kid. Yeah, she puts out some real pedigree into the world. Like she's more than given back. Yeah, Talia Shire's an incredible, and she's still kicking. Like she's in movies now. Yeah. Um, and like I don't know, where do you get off like killing her off between Rocky movies? Where do you get it? Like, what, what's the big fucking idea? How dare you? And I don't think she gets the credit she deserves for, like, absolutely slaying it in, yeah. in three of the greatest movies of all time as very different characters who you wholeheartedly... Lots, I think a lot of people come out of The Godfather not knowing that that's fucking Adrian... <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I was just thinking about it too, like, people fucking dog on Francis Ford Coppola for putting uh, his daughter in Godfather 3, and they're like, oh, it's just nepotism, keep it in the family and stuff, like, he put his sister in the Godfather and Godfather 2! <laughs> and his sister is fucking Talia Shire! Yeah, like, when you got those genes, when everyone in your family is going to be the best part of something they you know like like you can't blame the guy like it it might be a, it might have been a risk but you can't blame the guy he put his sister in two of these and she's the best part of both of these yeah like, she just absolutely fucking kills it and it and it kills me i'm on the imdb right now i'm looking at it and like there are many year gaps in her career like, for a while, it really is, like, just Rocky movies or the Woody Allen... Or, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Gordon Willis's directorial debut, Windows. Oh, like it's, yeah. I forgot about that movie. It's just... Yeah, you and me both. Um, it's just... <laughs> Gordon Willis would like to. No, oh, wouldn't they? But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a goddamn shame that, like, people who were casting movies in the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s were not just putting her on a sultan's chair and carrying her <laughs> through town square. It's a goddamn shame. You know, Scorsese, where you at? Spielberg, where you at? What could you have done with Talia Shire? I think we kind of, like, uh, uh, guild, like, the 70s, and we treat them like uh, the, a haven of just, like... Like, they, they're they considered, like, a, like a artistic renaissance for us. But even then, there's still a lot of the trappings that we've fallen in other, like, decades. We're like, oh my gosh, this movie, The Godfather, is so incredible. Let's put Al Pacino in everything and nobody else. <laughs> We still have that thing now where, like, wow, Inception was a, was a big hit. And the lesson that we took away from it was 
not let's take risks and put new things in theaters, but let's put blah under every trailer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, like uh, blah and Tom Hardy, and that is what we learned. We we always learn the wrong thing. Like instead of just like okay, well, people like seeing comic book movies in a different uh, style, as, as as evidenced by Deadpool. It's just like let's make Superman say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no! No, Vern, not... I like that pitch. What if Superman said fuck? What if Superman... What if Superman said fuck? They replace his mustache. They can. They need to replace his mouth and his, they can say fuck. His... Okay, yeah, put in a mouth. Like the old Conan O'Brien pits. Yes. Where he put get, still get Robert image. Smigel <laughs> to ADR the Superman movie. Ah, I am Superman! You hear all about release of Snyder Cut. And man, if the Snyder Cut is Robert Smigel ADRing the entire movie, yes, I'm on that train now. Release yes. the Smigel Cut. Release the Smigel Cut. Oh, Batman! You arrived too late! <laughs> ah, uh, uh, fuck! Yeehaw! It's Aquaman! And you know I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, I would watch the shit out of oh, this Michael cut. <laughs> <laughs>